Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to a, another episode of More Than a Podcast. It's your host, James, and as always, I'm here to give you guys more of the greatness, so uh, let's jump right in. This uh, this week has been pretty interesting. Um, I've been really busy online in the community trying to find out exactly what you guys like to do during my favorite time of year, which is the fall. The fall is uh, one of the more comfortable times of the year where I just really enjoy to just kind of sit back, be mellow and just kind of carouse myself right into the end of the year. The winter is always coming, but let me enjoy the fall. And um, for the most part, I you know, there are certain things within the fall that I know I enjoy, but I want to know about what you guys enjoy. I want to know, you know, how you guys feel about um certain things within this this particular time of year you know I always know the one big thing uh that that happens around this time of year that I get excited about is Oktoberfest like I I think I named I named the podcast after it so (laughs) so yeah there's always something to look forward to in every time of year but man the fall really just brings it brings everything so uh you know one of before I even get started on the fall I do want to jump into um, what I've recently been doing as far as playing games and whatnot. And man, oh man, I have uh, really been enjoying uh, Hades. And I know I brought it up on the last show and um, talked really briefly about it because at that point, I think I only had like maybe a day that I had been playing. So now I've been playing for close to a week. And this game has just really been taking me by surprise in every respect of the of the matter. I mean, there there isn't, there isn't anything in that game that hasn't surprised me. It has really good dialogue. The plot is is really easy to follow. Um, the voice acting is phenomenal. And the game just plays so fairly. It's, it's, it's a challenging game, but there's challenging where you want to throw your controller and then there's challenging where you're like, I have to try that again because... because I know what I did wrong and I'm going to go get it right. That's that type of game. And and it's really hard to find those type of games, you know, and I've I've died several times in that game. And I've and I've never once gotten upset, you know, like I, I've like, let's talk about like Bloodborne or something like I've, you know, battled a boss and got up right to an inch of health and got clipped and then died. And it's like. This is complete madness. I don't understand how they even allow that to happen, you know, but no, like I, you know, I same kind of death in Hades and it just makes me want to try again. And you know what it is, to be honest, it's the deities like they are. They are honestly the icing on the entire cake of awesomeness that is Hades. And uh, I think that that is the one thing that I constantly find myself thinking about even right this second. It's like, what deities can I put together um, in my ascension to, you know, the end game? Like how, who, who, what am I going to do? You know, do I want to uh, play with Poseidon? Do I want to play with, uh, 
with Aries? Do I want to play with uh, Athena? Like who, you know, how do I want to go about, you know, completing my mission? And it, it's just, it's so much. I mean, I've woke, I've woken up at three in the morning just to play the game when I had an inkling of a thought on how I might be able to win a particular part. It's, it's insane that it's got me, uh, wrapped up that much but it is getting into my animal crossing so that's gonna have to stop but <laughs> going uh going right into uh the subject at hand fall time it's a uh, it's a wonderful time of year uh it's a time that i enjoy and i actually asked a series of questions you know i wanted to prepare myself uh for this particular show so i asked a few questions and one of the questions that i did ask was what is the particular game genre that you play in the fall time. Now, I know, uh, you know, people don't think about that. People don't think about what type of games they play in what part of the year. Oh, it's winter time. I'm playing my shooters now. Like, no. But if you really stop to think about it, you'll you'll kind of understand a little something about yourself. Like for me, what I understand is that around fall time, when I find it to be a more mellow time of year, a more laid back time, it's like, I just want to read a story. I want to read a book. So in that translation, I'll play RPGs, which Holy was the was the winner of the actual uh, poll that I put up. So RPGs are what people enjoy to play during the fall. And and again, I, I believe it just translates to the fact that, you know, you, you definitely want to, you know, play your action games. You definitely want to, you know, shoot your way to first place. But there's something about just getting a very robust story told to you, you know, that just makes everything okay. So I think like this type of, this time of year is the perfect time to play, you know, your Skyrims, your Outer Worlds, you know, your Red Dead Redemption 2s, you know, your uh, Ghost of Tsushima's. Like this is the perfect time to be playing stuff like that because those stories are, are things that you really want to just take your time with you want to just relax and you just want to enjoy and that's what i like to do um one of the other things that i brought up um as far as a question was what's your favorite fall time holiday um and this one was really tricky because when i when i put the poll up right i put the poll up and i got this overwhelming response and a lot of times the responses just come in the numbers you know a lot of times it just it's just numbers. They just kind of, you know, they multiply. And then by the end of the poll, you figure out where you are. But this one was this one was touching people's hearts because the question was, you know, again, uh, what's your favorite uh, holiday? But then I the poll uh, involved Halloween, Thanksgiving, Veterans Day. Um, and I had a lot of conversations, like literal conversations where people were just talking to me about their love and appreciation for time like Thanksgiving. And I and I loved it because that's exact that that's my favorite holiday um, on the top of maybe my top three. And it's for the same reasons that people do enjoy it because of the togetherness, you know, the family oriented vibes, you know, where people aren't you know, it, it, people are living for more than just themselves. And it is a, and you know, essentially it is a time to just give thanks, to just give thanks, you know? And I, I was so happy to resonate with so many people on that level and see that decency in a lot of uh, the audience. It was just really, really cool. 
But what one thing that I couldn't deny was the overwhelming popularity of a holiday like Halloween um, because Halloween is important to people. And I, I believe that the reason. OK, so Halloween can be important to people for a lot of different reasons. But I'll tell you like this. For kids, it's important because of candy. It's the only time that they don't have to beg mom and dad for a dollar to get candy at Target or Walmart or wherever you shop. And they could just go out and just get, you know, bags upon bags of candy. I mean, I still remember the days where we would, you know, um, you know, pour out all our candy that we would get and, you know, trade candy. If we didn't like a certain one, then, you know, I'll give you one Snicker bar if you give me three Tootsie Rolls. Okay you know, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, part of being a kid is the candy. But for teens, adults, I feel like it's more about the imagination. I feel like it's more about being someone because, yeah, as a kid, of course, you go to the store, you know, you want to get a costume, but you really don't have that same care into the attention of detail when it comes to what you want to be. But when you get older, these things matter more. And so like, it's like, you may, you may go your entire year feeling like a, feeling like a pirate. And then you get that one instance to just really dress it up and just, just play your part. And nobody's going to look at you weirdly for it. You know, you could, you could feel really sexy inside and you could really have, you know, a part of you that, you know, you, you, you feel like it may be indecent to other people, but then you get that one day to just be that sexy, whatever, you know, and you can just let yourself go and let yourself out, you know, and, and just be you. And it's, and, and that's, that's the key being you. I think, I think there's something about a day that we have in our, in, 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 in the year where, people feel more alive and more like themselves than in any other part of the in of the year but and and not to not to make it a downer because I don't want to talk down about anything but isn't it true that every day when we go to work when we're out in public we're all wearing masks we're all wearing masks anyway because people don't People don't think about or know about the truth in reality of who we really are, what our aspirations and our true dreams are. And that's what I feel like. And, and again, it's 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 me digging really deep on a holiday like Halloween. Um, but it's what I really feel like it represents. I feel like it just represents a time to just take off the the daily mask and just say, this is exactly who I am. So so my thing is this, what I see on Halloween, I'm carrying with you. I'm carrying with you for the rest of the year and quite importantly the rest of your life. So if you dress up as uh as a pirate, you're going to be a pirate for as long as I'm ever going to know you because I know that's deep down exactly what you feel like. So just be be warned if uh we ever hang out and you know you dress up in front of me. I don't even know what I would dress up as. Like, honestly, I don't dress up um, for Halloween. Never really have. I mean, I've done it a few times, um, but, it, you know, it's not something that because I because because me, I'm, I'm very transparent um, and I feel like the, I, I don't really feel like there's anything that I want to portray um, beyond 
a good person. And that translates to what I do on Halloween, which is just hand out lots of candy. Uh, so, you know, the kids come, they get candy and, you know, hopefully they think about me the way that I thought about certain houses when I was young. Like, man, you know, we got a lot of candy, but it was that one house. They really hooked us up. And then, you know, we could just kind of keep that flowing. So um, but this year's going to be funny. I don't I don't believe that I'm going to be handing out candy this year, um, you know, with the covid and all that stuff. It's just it's a really dicey game and it's really hard to actually watch a lot of these stores that are selling uh, the Halloween candy because it it just, it kind of goes against the understanding of what what we're currently going through. You know, it's like, OK, so if we buy these big bags of candies. Who's going to eat it? And is this going to be safe uh, for kids uh, going forward now? Yeah, it's all wrapped up, but, you know, it, it's still I don't know. It's it's just weird. It's just weird. Uh, this whole thing is weird. And I really want this pandemic to be over. Um, but again, I'm not going to live down. I'm going to live up and we're all going to do the best and get over it. Um, so then. I asked uh, one of my last questions, which this one was more on the supernatural side, because I always want to understand, you know, what is it that people believe? What is it that people um, hold true to them themselves and that maybe maybe they want people to understand it about them? But because it's such a such a divisive um, question that, you know, they, they don't talk about it. But I wanted to know. So I asked people, are ghosts real? Are ghosts real? Do you believe in ghosts? And I'm going to tell you like this. The responses that I got really broke down. Okay, so ultimately they broke down to where it's too close to call. And and to me, that is that's more terrifying than if if there was an overwhelming number of people who said yes or no, you know, but they, but it was just it was so close to call. It was so close. I had I had, you know, I had one option that said, yes, they're real. One option that said, uh, I'm kind of on the fence on whether I believe or whether I don't. One that said, nah, it's, it's just your imagination. And they they literally broke almost even. And I was I was just I was floored. I was like, what is this? Like how 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 can people like I like I don't know. Like it's 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 really hard to explain it because you would feel like people are going to be polar in one in one respect or the other. And and just and to me, it just sends me a confusing state of of thinking. And, and now I don't know what to believe because nobody knows what to believe. So, you know, to, you know, if you ask me right off the back, if you just say, James, do you believe in ghosts? I would tell you, no, um, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I believe that when people hear things, um, whether there are crashes or doors or you know, like I, I literally make it a point about I make it a point of circumstance and how it is possible for those things to happen. Like I remember when I was young, I heard uh, something fall in the kitchen and all I told myself was something was off balance for maybe a while and it finally just happened to fall. That's it. There's nothing else about it. 
and um, and I went about my business. And every time, and and I do it all the time. I do it all the time. There's really nothing short of having a vision in front of me, which which it never happens. Now I will. Now I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Um, I was I was uh, chilling in my car one time, and I was sitting in the driver's seat, and just kind of sitting idle and and just sitting on a side street or something. And I don't know, like something on the side of my eye just kind of flashed. And it wasn't like a light. It was kind of like a shadow, just kind of like, like something just kind of like zipped by me. And I, and I whipped my head. I I whipped, whipped my head over because I thought it was somebody walking up on my car and there was nobody there. And then it happened again and I whipped my head again. And at that point, I, I'm going to say, I will say, I will admit, I was a little freaked out. <laughs> I was a little freaked out. Uh, so much so that I took my tail home. And that was that. But uh, but in, but at the end of the day, I don't believe uh, in ghosts. Do I believe in an afterlife? I think I believe more about an, about an existence of an afterlife, which that's a whole different conversation. But I do believe that there is um, there is an existence after this life um but i don't believe that ghost in essence have a place or responsibility in the world of the living now i've been told otherwise i've been told that ghosts are here because they have unfinished business in the world of the living and that's a scary thought because you know i wouldn't want to think that a ghost has business with me uh, and if it does, I want to really help it figure it out real fast. But um, but yeah, like that, that's that's always been a notion that I've I've come under. Now, one of the things that I will say and, and I've actually had a conversation about this and I thought it was, you know, pretty interesting because, again, it kind of breaks down, breaks down the science in a lot of ways. Um, I When I was younger, um, I did have uh, an ability to look into something like the darkness and see something manifest and i'm not saying like physically manifest it's the same way like when kids go into the restroom and they play bloody mary you see your brain has that ability to kind of manipulate your sight especially when 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 your eyes are, are concentrating so hard on a particular image if you're if you're eye, like if you look at a photo long enough you're going to convince yourself that the person in the photo blinked at you if you stare at yourself in the mirror looking for bloody mary the image is going to come to you in a distortion because your brain is is playing the trick and I remember when I was younger and I, I remember I was looking, I was on the side of my house. It was pitch black dark. I was taking out the trash and I don't know why I was just staring forward. I just was staring forward and being locked into that. What my, my basically my imagination just manifested. That's all that was. And yes, I did run and I screamed. I screamed very loud. But, you know, but again, these are the things like I like to approach the things that I'm scared of in a very logical way. If I'm scared of something, I want to find the logic behind why I'm scared. That's not the same as fear. And I've written a blog about that, which you can check out on more than a podcast.com. 
about being scared and having a fear. Now, we can be scared of a lot of things. I'm scared of heights. I don't fear heights. I don't fear going to the 27th floor of a building and looking out the window. I'm scared, but I don't fear it. You know, fear would would keep you back. You would keep you on in the lobby. That's what fear would do. I have a fear of snakes. I don't want to be near snakes. I'm not scared of snakes, but I fear them. You know what I mean? Like it, it to me, two separate things. You couldn't convince me. You couldn't say, oh, well, being scared and fearful is two same same thing. No, it's not. It's not. You can be scared of a lot of stuff, but you can fear a whole lot more. So that's uh, enough about that. I don't want to talk about being scared anymore. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's been pretty much the week and all that I can drum up about the enjoyment of the fall. Man, I. OK, so a lot of you already know I live in uh, Los Angeles, um, California. And my goodness. You know, the one thing like I appreciate everything about where I live, um, but the one thing that I really don't enjoy is the fact that we have all these evergreen trees and they never change colors. And it's just so annoying. And I'm just so upset at everybody who lives Midwest or um, <clears throat> or far east or uh, up north over in Canada. Um, you guys have you guys have awesome environments where your your leaves they change colors and they fall off the tree and all that other amazing stuff. See, we don't have those extremes. We have a very uh tempered area and way of living, so it's like everything just stays green all the time. But man, I I've seen, you know, the magic of uh a coming fall. I've seen that magic and it is just it is so amazing and I feel like it's a treat. It's just like snow. Everybody has to experience snow and everybody has to experience the change of fall to see fall coming is just a beautiful thing. Um, but as I've stated to uh, one of my friends in the community, I am thankful that fall is not, uh, you know, anymore. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful that it's not the same way here in California as it is in other places only for them for the respect that I don't have to rake up leaves. So that's what I'm thankful for. Um, but yeah, again, there, there's the magic, the magic of fall and the colors like those, like to me, those are the most amazing colors. My favorite color is yellow, but man, yellow does turn to orange really, really quick. And those orange vibrant colors, if you have a uh, central park where you have the trees that can get that, get those tones and those colors, just amazing just amazing you got to get outside i mean we love to play games but go sit in a park that has those awesome colors and play your games man you're living life um last thing that i'm gonna bring up is if you were on uh twitter which is one of the only places that you would have been able to see this you will notice that on friday i announced my cyberpunk 2077 giveaway and that is going to be happening now so the details for uh, this giveaway is really, really simple. I, James, am going to be giving away a copy of Cyberpunk 2077. You will have it, uh, if you're a winner, you'll have it uh, shipped out to you before launch. Um, and if you prefer to have it digitally, we can do that too. Um, 
there are a few rules. There are a few things that we have to kind of follow suit on because I'm going to say it like this. I've done contests before and contests can be cool. And I think that they're amazing, but they can also be a pain if you don't have everything set up uh, in an efficient way. So let's just go over the rules really quick. So everybody's in the know and this will be the only place that you can get them so that you know that if you really, really want this game, you did what it took to get it. So here are the rules. You have to live in the U.S. You cannot live anywhere else. <clears throat> Has to be in the U.S. Um, you also have to be 18 or older because Cyberpunk is a mature game and I am not giving mature games to children. So make sure that you're 18 or older. You have to follow me on Twitter because there's no point in me giving a game to someone who doesn't follow me. And if you unfollow me, I'll be really mad. <laughs> um, what you're going to do once you follow me on Twitter is this this is simply going to get you the entry. This will get you the entry into the contest. And all you have to do is just send me a DM because my DMs are open and just simply say, I want cyberpunk. It's that simple. It, it's no other way that's going to go. You just type. I want cyberpunk. Don't have to capital anything. I don't need any reason why you want it. Just I want cyberpunk and you're in. It's that simple. Um, when uh, the winner is going to be announced next week. So next show this next Saturday, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to announce the winner for the game. And uh, once I announce the winner, I'm going to contact you, let you know that you've won. And then you're going to tell me something very simple, which is what system do you want this game for? You're going to have your choices of PS4, Xbox One or PC. Um, again, if you want them in a digital copy or uh, yeah, if you want them in a digital copy, I can do that, too. Um, if you are going to have it physical, um consider I will be shipping it to you via Amazon and you will have to submit either a home address or a P.O. box. It doesn't matter to me as long as you give me a place to ship it. Now, here is the big thing. If the winner does not claim the prize in 24 hours, you have a full day from 12 p.m. when the next show launches up until Sunday, 12 p.m., then I will be announcing on Twitter a runner up to take the prize. So just make sure that when you receive the DM and it says congratulations, you won. You hit me back up with all the details that I need so I can send you your game and get you on your way to playing in the future. Simple enough, right? So that's going to do it for me. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your fall as much as I am. I'm going to get back to playing some Hades because that game is awesome, and I think you guys should be playing that before you know that you can win Cyberpunk uh, if you're planning on entering the contest. But either way, that's going to do it for me. You guys are always awesome. I love the support that I've been getting uh, in the community. Um, you guys are listening from all around the world, and it really melts my heart to know um, that I actually have an audience who enjoys to uh, listen to the content and what I really, really enjoy beyond that is the camaraderie and the good feeling that people want to be positive. 
Um, positive energy is what I live off of. It is what I breathe. It is what I want to give to the world. If there's nothing else, it's just positivity. So with that being said, do me the favor, guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.